0: Hello, and welcome to Outer Spaces, a podcast dedicated to empowering designers and contractors in the outdoor living space.
1: Through this show, we hope to create a powerful resource for you, someone who is trying to grow their company, but might not have all the tools and processes to do so. On
0: Outer Spaces, we are passionate about breaking the chains of small mindsets and helping contractors just like you take control of their businesses and their lives. My name is Joshua Gillow and I'm Dwayne Drawn. Through our 40 years of combined dirt under the nails experience, we look forward to sharing tips, strategies, and other contractor success stories here on the Outer Spaces podcast.
1: Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Outer Spaces
0: Podcast. This is your host, Joshua Gillow, alongside, actually very much alongside, Dwayne today. What's going on, Dwayne? What's
1: going on, man? Hey, that background looks really familiar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, oh, man, this is fun. Yeah, this is pretty fun. Where are you at today? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually in your dining room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it kind of takes away this whole idea of this podcast being at a distance, right? Yeah. We're actually, uh, actually, for everyone listening, we're in the same house. We're in the process of uh, you know uh, week two of boot camp, and we decided to come together and shoot our podcast here in the morning to uh, before I fly back out to Pennsylvania. And it's such a blessing to be part of this boot camp and to see these guys come through and to uh, just yeah. Our subject today that we're going to talk about is something that everybody. Can tap into it's free and every human can benefit from it today. So it's such a powerful, powerful thing. So, what's on your mind before we get started? It's
1: not free. But we can all tap into it and we'll talk about what it costs to get it. But um, okay. no, pretty dope. Uh, yeah. Hey, great to have you here because uh, you hear about another, I think, what, five more weeks of this? So we got five yep. more weeks to hang out. We'll probably shoot a couple more um, in this scenario. So I can't talk about weather. So when I talk about weather, you just have to agree. <laughs> I just look out the window and say, bullshit, it's sunny. Out. <laughs> it's probably cold, though. Sunny and cold. Don't let it fool you out here. Yeah. yeah Snicky. Yeah, no, uh, really, you know everything. Just busy, busy. You know, I mean, uh, we were out in Atlanta last week um, with my daughter. You know how much I love to fly, but after Sunday night, it, that whole thing went away. Three hour, not just a three hour delay. Dude, we were just sitting on the plane on the tarmac for three hours. I mean, it, oh. we sat so long. They actually gave us service, and that flight wasn't supposed to be like any service, like because it was such a short flight and they were like, they just gave us stuff, snacks and drinks and everything while we were sitting down. But, um, Hey, we made it safely. Uh, actually met up with you at the airport and same Uber back. And now we're here. We had an amazing event yesterday. I mean, just mind blowing event with the class two of the new students, even class one was amazing too. So, um, let's just, let's just dive into that whole state of what we're talking about today, you know?
0: Yeah, so guys, what we're going to talk about today is something that Dwayne and I have tapped into a couple of years ago and it has absolutely transformed our lives. And what I'm talking about is energy. Working on energy your own, keeping your energy levels up throughout the day so you can show up to your business and your life and yourself and your, you know, family and everybody around you at, at a much more positive energetic state. Cuz we all know that, you know, throughout life there's always these new things that are, you know, demanding our time. Uh, whether it's a new email or a phone call or a client or your family or whatever it might be that is always demanding time. And it keeps, you know, each day your battery gets a little weaker, right? It sucks that energy out of you. And if you don't replenish it, you eventually start becoming more depressed and blaming the world for your problems and all these kinds of things. But there is a trick and I'm still going to stick with the free side on this one, Dwayne. I know you're going to go a different direction. That's cool. But I like so much, you know, the more you move your body, we found, the more you Recharge that battery just through movement that the human body is designed to move and it doesn't have to be the same. Like, for instance, I use running as my way to recharge my battery. A simple mile run makes an incredible difference in my day Uh, as far as focus, as far as energy, as far as overall feeling physiologically and physically. It's just all the way around makes a huge difference. And others to go to the gym. I know Dwayne, you like to go to the gym and do stuff, you know, whatever it is for you, but to physically move to get your heart rate up makes a gigantic difference. And I know a lot of you guys listening, you're like, what the fuck? Seriously? Like I go to work every day. I've got to dig holes. I've got to get on machinery. I'm always moving around. I get it. I totally, but do you, when you do this kind of exercise or movement intentfully for that end result of focus and, and overall energy, it's a whole different game. Cause I thought the same thing for most of my career when I was working out in the field and now, you know, not working as much in the field, getting this energy back through just
1: movement has been absolutely transformative. Let's get this right for the record. I don't like to go to the gym. I don't even like to work out. I hate it all. Like I just all out hate it. What I like yeah. is I like the way I feel after. Yes. And there are, there are even times during I like the way I feel like um, when I get into it, I'm sort of that. I, I think it sounds like you do it, too, but we'll get into kill mode. And so I may drag ass to get to the gym like I hate it. Oh, God, 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 like, why I got to do this? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do this? I mean, even all the way up to the parking lot, even all the way up to getting out of the car. And the only reason why I'm going to the gym now because it's too cold to, to ride the bike. So I open up the door to go into the gym like shit, 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 shit. shit. Even I'm looking at the treadmill like, God, I got to get on this thing. Five minutes into that treadmill, I'm like you motherfucker, I'm gonna kill you. You know what I mean? And so everything changes yep. in me. And then I just ramp up and, and wipe it out. What I mean by energy cost, I hear what you're saying. What I mean by a cost, you gotta trade air for air. You gotta trade energy for air. So, like you gotta, you gotta give the universe some of its juice, you gotta give up some of your stuff. You gotta go out and you gotta run, you gotta breathe, you gotta dance, you gotta move around. And that move is the trade off that comes back to you. So that's what I mean, it costs you. It doesn't cost you money, it costs you whatever. You gotta go, you gotta make, like when you go running, you gotta go run. You gotta go move that body, you gotta you got to move. And that's gonna cost a little bit of juice in your body, but the returns of it, what the universe gives you in return is amazing, because the universe says, oh, he's active. He wants something. She's she's active. So let me let me throw some fire and some energy into them. And so it just gives you that spark and that boost. And you can think more, create more. Um, you're faster in your feet, you you think better. There's just a lot more you get from it by having that energy boost.
0: I totally agree, dude. And I see your your uh, perspective there. You know, it's it's it is not free in that case because the three currencies, right? You've got time, you've got money, and you've got legacy. So time. Yes, it takes time to work out. To your point, you know, you got to go to the gym. You've got to put on those running shoes. You got to do whatever you're going to do, and you have to schedule or have time in your day to do that. Uh, make it a priority. Um, when it comes to money, again, if you have a gym membership, it could cost you. But uh, you know, a pair of sneakers and go out and run doesn't really cost you much more than the time. So yes, there is a uh, an absolute. Uh, Cost in that sense to it. But man, the payoff, you're absolutely right. no matter what you do, I think anybody out there listening that has done something a little like a little more strenuous than usual. Um, and they come back, maybe they are breathing hard, heart rates up. Man, you get like this runner's high. That's what I get. And that's why I do it, dude. First week coming out last week, dude. I'll be flat out honest with you. It's what, 4 30 in the morning. It's cold as balls out here. It was like what, six degrees? And it was like, all right, got to get out got to run, dude. You know, I'm not going to boot camp, not being in 100% peak state, you know, energy focus, all of that stuff. Cause these guys are flying in from around the country and I'm not interested in just showing up. We are here to absolutely kill it, to to just give these guys everything we possibly have. And that's not going to happen if we show up in a half-assed state. So we got to get out there and run. So I get out there, it's cold as hell. If your face hurts, you're still running. And the first I'd say half mile is like, this sucks. Your legs are heavy. You're like, why the fuck am I doing this? But then you're right. You just to get in there and you start moving, you start moving that half mile by the time you get to the mile and you're like, all right, now I'm feeling the juice kick in. I'm feeling, it. you come back cold shower and boom cranking. And a lot of the guys are like, how do you keep this energy up? I mean, you guys, if you're not, if you didn't do boot camp or you, anything like that, we go for what Dwayne, a good eight, nine hours mm-hmm we're going to go and there's barely any breaks. Like we're just going, you're jumping, you're singing, you're sitting, you're crying. Like there's all kinds of stuff that's happening there. And you're like, how do you keep up? How do you do this? How do you stand on your feet that long and jump around? And it's, dude, we you st- show up with all that energy. Now I'm only saying this because imagine you guys listening. Imagine if you had an opportunity each day to recharge your battery so that your clarity was better, your energy levels were higher, your, your, feeling of abundance and gratefulness was higher because you did something for you each day, how that translates into your business, how that translates into your family, to your wife or your husband, to, to your kids. When you come with a fire each day, just excited about life. I mean, imagine a life like that.
1: Yeah. And you know, Josh, I have to talk about my experience and I guess that's the best way to get a better understanding about it is to trade off energy. The first time I went to that Tony Robbins UPW, we were just, I mean, riling, I mean, like you and I, we crank our classes from 8 a.m. to six, 6 PM. I mean, straight pretty much, and maybe like a 30 minute break. But that UPW dude, they crank from nine to one a.m. in the morning and you're yeah. jacked. You mean the whole entire time. And the first time, you don't even realize what you're doing. But when you when I came home, I was like, I needed to reduplicate that. And so I didn't understand how important it was. But what I did was I I created a playlist of just high energy EDM music. And when I got home, I was still dealing with, you mean, some heavyweights some stuff, you mean, some issues. And I remember that I was dealing with something and I was driving somewhere to an appointment. I said, well, let me just turn on this this hype music that got me juice. And I noticed I was just jack rocking, you know what I mean? Boom, 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 music is banging, I'm jumping, I mean, I'm speeding and shit, like everything is just going crazy in the car. And I closed the deal, like holy shit, you know what I mean, like I'm there. And then I noticed that, like the next day, I, it was still an emotional roller coaster. I was down, and then, you know, the negative forces stay in that, stay in is telling you, just hey, be sorrow, be sad for yourself. You mean stay in that. But then somebody said, no, 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 click on this playlist that you made and play that. And then I got juiced up again, like, holy shit, Like, what is going on? I'm wow, no matter what I was dealing with, I was I was stressed, I was scared. Um, I was really scared, like terrified, heart pounding every day, Wake up in the morning, like I got to deal with this. But every day I woke up, I kept hitting that, those playlists, adding new music and kept getting jacked. And then, then I had those moments where my mind wanted to stay in it. Hey, stay in the sorrow, stay in the pain. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me turn this on. And I would get jacked out again. And I noticed that I just would jack out every day. You mean? Like, just not jack off, but jack out. You mean every single day? <laughs> <laughs> and, my life started getting better. And I started seeing things different. You mean, I would show up and it was a win and not a loss. Everything I saw, I was happier. I was smiling. I was a joy to be around, even though I was scared to death about what I was dealing with, but that just being juiced. And I remember you had said something, Lee, and I didn't even understand it. I was like, dude, how you doing? He said, man, I've been in peak state for a year. And I'm like, and at the time I didn't even go to UPW. So I didn't even know what peak state was. You mean like, what the yeah. fuck is peak state? And when I started with that, I'm like, holy shit. I know what he's talking about now because even now I stay in peak state. I know the kids probably think my dad is weird as shit because I'm yeah. always crushing. I'm all music is always banging. I'm always jumping around. I'm cooking and jumping like and I noticed as I stay in peak state, everything is positive. No matter what I'm dealing with, you mean a bad situation. I'm at peak state.
0: Yeah. Brother that you you totally nailed it. And when, and Peak State is such a big thing, and it's such an odd it's an odd sound for people who have never understood it. So basically to to kind of break that down. Uh, peak state is when you're at an energetic and, and and mind level of total, you could crush anything, right? Bring it to me. Bring your nastiest, hairiest problems. We can just eat that stuff for breakfast. You, I think you've all can go back in your memory and think about a time where you just felt like you could, no matter what came at you, that you were invincible, that you could just take on any. Thing that came on, like oftentimes that's after some kind of a big event in life, or you know, even after a big rock concert or something, you just come out totally jacked, ready to say, "Wow, I want to take on the world." That imagine taking that and bottling it, and each day taking a sip of that and getting that same juice back, just getting that same you know setup. And I remember the first UPW I went to, I was like, "Man, if I could just figure out a way to bottle up all this energy from thirteen thousand people that are just so focused and so." Uh, in love and grateful for their lives and growing and all that stuff how can i bottle that energy that comes from that event and I, i honestly was thinking about how do i do that and the more i thought about it the more i said you know what i don't need to bottle it it already lives within me all i need to do is unlock it each day it's there every one of us listening has that every one of us out there as a human being has that potential to unlock that energy and that power from within themselves but you have to do it. It takes the work. So that's where the investment side, the cost comes in, right? You get, you have to say, you know what? Truth be told, I hate fucking running. I hate it. Just like you hate going to the gym. I hate running. But I do it because I know the end result of that seven to 15 minute run, if you want to keep it simple for a one to two miler, right? Seven to fifteen minutes worth of of input is going to give me 18 hours of absolute awesomeness like just amazing feeling and everything like that so for me that trade-off is is non-negotiable it has to happen because i enjoy it the feeling i get afterwards so that's why it's done i don't need drugs i don't i don't even consume sugar often i don't consume consume that i don't do caffeine i don't do any of that stuff i am just naturally jacked because i've tapped into the inner power already in me to do it and every one of you listening has that potential maybe it's not exactly how i do it but once you tap into that dude seriously and and to, to another point that you made stress Business owners, constantly stressed out, right? So much going on, so many things, so many bills to pay, so many people needing things, constantly having to manage all this stuff. And I know most of my career, I was just stressed beyond regard. I never showed anybody. I just kept it inside, right? It's what men do. They keep that shit inside, buried. And I never really had an outlet for it. And what I found through, you know, the last five years of growth is that, man, being physical, you know, doing the Ninja Warrior for four years, running now, uh, boxing, those kinds of things, they're all releases for that. That stress disappears when you move. What I found in the past is if I didn't move and I just did my job, went out, built paper patios, went out, built this, did these kinds of things, you know, and planted landscaping and came back. That stress didn't really resolve itself until I focused on time just for that reduction, that stress reduction by movement. So what I'm saying, you guys out there, if you think this is crazy, that's fine. I'll tell you right now, it's not give it a shot. Just try it for a week. You can't just do it a day and say, okay, well, it's going to happen. Go for a week. Go for a long jog or a run. Just put on the shoes and just go. Go for a mile. You don't have to run any pace. It doesn't matter. Just move. Get back. Take a cold shower. That's going to suck too. And you know what? Your entire day is going to be different. And after a week of doing that, you tell me if you feel something just a little bit different in your day, your focus, your energy levels, the way you approach problems and how you solve things. It's absolutely incredible. And that's how I'm able to run multiple businesses and still be completely sane and sleep every night, like a baby and not worry about that stuff. Cause that stress just, it's like sweat. It just runs off of you when you're actually moving. Did you find it to be true? Dwight?
1: Yeah. Um, I, same way. I, I sleep like a baby. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not stressing about all the other stuff. Actually, I don't think I'm really stressed about anything since, um, I did leave that UPW. I have incidents where I'm dealing with something that I may not, I might not like the situation of what's going on. And so it'll bother me, but temporarily I know how to get out of it because I know how to change the state. Um, a lot of this also is about to the people that you're around. You know, I always preach proximity's power. And I notice if you're around people who are always stressed out and always worried, whatever, you become that too. And so yep. this I'm trying to teach this peak state to, you know, whoever's listening and understand that you can change your mindset. You also got to look for other people. You just gotta look for that happy motherfucker that you're around all the time, too. You know, you cannot be. And you, you could be in your zone when you're in your zone, but when you're out of your zone, that's actually when it's dangerous. So if you're out of your zone and you're around somebody who's always upset, who's, who's always worried about something, who's always stressed out about something, who's always complaining about something, while you're out of your zone, you can actually you mean, absorb that energy and get into that zone. So it's very crucial that when you're not, because you, you can't sustain a peak state every moment of the day. But you yep. can you can stay in it as much as you can, and when you're down out of it, you got to make sure you're around somebody who understands that hey, you're dealing with an issue. Go go back to peak. You mean not dealing yep. with an issue. Go back to sorrow. You mean because we've all had those friends and people that were around and we we're in sorrow and we we're in some stress. They want to double down on it. And and I hope what I'm about to say. I hope it doesn't piss anybody off. Like who's dealt with depression. Um, I dealt with one, didn't even know I uh, was in it. So, but one thing I noticed about people who are in, so, in depressive states, and like I said, I don't want to piss anybody off, but um, they, can, they can get themselves out of that state if they try to hit a peak state or even tell a joke or even find a joke, even listen to comedy. What I've learned is you can't be happy and depressed at the same time. You can't even smile and laugh And worry at the same time. So when you're in those states and you know it, you got to find some comedy, something on TV. You got to find some people to be around. You find some music that hypes you up and jacks you out. And what happens was it to pull you out. And what I've noticed is, and like I said, I don't want to piss anybody off. Some of the people who are in those states, they don't want to get out of it. And so if they see like comedy, if they see that, if they see that music that hypes them out, they know now they don't have anything to identify with themselves with. They don't have they can't tell you, hey, I'm depressed you know, because they identify with that and they have to pull out of it. And so it's always it's always great to be around the right people because we are going to have those ebb and flows throughout the day.
0: No, I totally agree, dude. And, you know, Tony says it best when it comes to the the idea of this emotional home. Right. If you're always stressed and frustrated and depressed, and you are always there, it's because you call that your home. That's normal. That's your standard. Right. And that's just what you've, you've chose. The people around you most likely have those same, that same home. And you want to be around birds of a feather. Right. So you don't feel like you're the oddball. And it's when you get close to somebody who is, not that way, full of energy, full of life that you feel like, well, what's wrong with that person or vice versa the same way. Right. So not that one's better than the other. I will definitely be on the other side of that, but still you have to think about that. This is a choice at the end of the day. This is something that you have the opportunity to change your state every day just by wanting it by changing it, by just saying, I'm going to go out and move today. That's what I'm going to do. And that's going to help. It's not going to solve your problem. It initially, it'll take time. It takes time to work. It's taken Dwayne and I years to get to this point. It doesn't happen overnight, but damn it, it felt great the first time. And I'm like, man, I want more of that. Right. And how can I do this for, you know, for free financially and still be able to show up for my family and for my business and all that stuff. And so many people ask, how do you stay happy so often? And I, I'm like, I wasn't born happy. I make sure that I, I I focus on being happy each day by by doing what my body wants, which is it, it, it helps me, it incentivizes me through great feeling to move it, right? It, it pays me that way. It says, look, you move it, you move your body, you're going to feel better. Cool. I'd listen. Let's just do it. Let's just go with the feeling. It works great. Don't need any of the pills and things to do that. Now. That emotional home is so important because when you've identified yourself in that home as somebody who's a worrier, who's, you know, somebody who worries, they always have a new worry. Like there's so many people out there who have, you know, great solutions to problems, right? That's what we're usually looking for in our our partners and all that kind of stuff. We want great solution to problems for projects and all that. But there's also people out there that have great problems for every solution right? If you surround yourself by them, you're going to have that in your life. Totally. And it's really tough if it's a family member, you know, we're talking like you can just leave no big deal. But if it's a family member, a child or a spouse or something like that, you've got to deal with that too. That doesn't help. If you've got to come home and you're all happy and you've got a spouse that's just trying to tear you apart all the time, that is not a good environment, right? So sure, guys, it makes perfect sense for you. You've got awesome wives and everything that jump around too, and they get this, but what happens when I can't do that, right? Listeners out there thinking, I said, you know what? My suggestion would be simple. You do it for yourself in the beginning. And when you start to change in a good way, you start to feel that energy, you start to feel that confidence building and focus, the clarity, all that stuff that comes from moving your body and getting this energy and staying in peak state, the other person may be curious about how you're doing it so well. Because ultimately they want to be happy too. Every human wants to be happy. That's my philosophy, that everybody wants it. But they don't always know the path to it. And if you become the model of what that could be, not throwing it in their face, you just show up every day as you are and they'll be like, wow, why doesn't that bother them? Why that doesn't that stress them? Used to open what's called a story loop. They start thinking about that. They're like, wait a minute here. Why is that not a thing for them? Huh, it used to be. They used to be all stressed out and now they seem pretty happy. They ask, I asked a question. He doesn't snap at me anymore. Huh? Interesting. What changed? Oh, I started moving. Do you want to join me? We can go for a long walk if you'd like. Holy crap. All of a sudden the invitations like, oh yeah, I want some of that too. So be the model. Don't try to preach and tell everybody what to do. Be the models of what you want. And others will either be attracted to that or they'll be repulsed by that. But I find that repulsed ones eventually show up and say, can you teach me? Yeah. At some point,
1: the repulsive way, I think it's just because 98% of the world has been taught to be afraid of everything. And so the repulse, I want to say they're probably repulsed based on fear. Because they're really? seeing this guy. I, I know that's what happened to I me. Mean, my family's like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, why is he jumping yeah. around like that? I my kids are like, Why is dad doing that? You know, what I mean, like, what is he doing? But I've noticed that people who are who tend to be happier are more successful, they have better relationships. Um, they actually do more. They do a lot of more traveling. Um, they're very well versed in foods and culture and stuff like that because you don't see a mean ass. You mean going out, traveling, or meeting people. They just sit at home and they're just mean as hell. I mean, finding other things to be mean about and so a person who seeks happiness and higher energy they seem to have this this lightness about them like you know like you uh, you see like a woman who you can tell she's sort of like a free spirit it's almost like she's floating when she walks you know what I mean there's there's not there's not this meanness there's not this n- dark energy about her she, her skin actually looks lighter i mean it looks like she's happier floating around like a you know what I mean cinderella and just everything's happy and and life is not like that every 5 seconds i mean you just don't every time you look up it's just not all even you and I, we, we don't have the happy scenarios like when we get off this podcast, we all got to attend with work. We got emails to follow up on. We got stuff that didn't go right. But it's the energy that we choose to have. And what's dope about it is people around us see it and they want to do it. Also, clients. When you're closing deals, clients feel that energy like, damn, that dude is dope. I mean, he got some juice in him and clients are very easier to sign a contract with the guy who comes in, who's juiced up and happy. Um, compared to the other guy, like hint, hint, before I even run an interview, I jack out hard. Like, you know what I mean? I, I know that like, I got 30, 40 minutes to go. I find my hype is shit and I throw it in there. And I just, I mean, I, I knock hard when I'm going to an interview. I'm almost deaf by the time I pull up, but, but when I'm there, I'm jacked out. I'm right. Re- I'm ready to rock. Like, let's do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause life is always trying to drain your batteries. That's just what it is. The demands of
0: life and and the the meanings you're assigning to the things that are happening around you will jack your energy they will it will come in your battery is nice and full you're all excited you know I, I i i don't know i'm not a big church guy when i was a kid i grew up as a lutheran i was at church quite often um and i know there's a certain feeling i got on sunday when i went to church or even on christmas eve or on easter that when you're you know either praying or when you're you know when they're singing there's just this this lightness this this beauty that comes this this feeling of of I don't even know how to put a finger on the word for it, but it's just a beautiful, grateful feeling, right? I used to get that all the time in church. And that's one thing I did like about church. I didn't like the old words they used and trying to figure out what that meant to me and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, it was like, I love the way I felt. And when I felt that way, I, I I hadn't really had the opportunity to experience that unless I was in church. And then when I became an adult, I went to another church, um, and they were much more like there was a lot more singing, more kind of modern style church. And I love that feeling. Like, I absolutely love the, the, the audible side of things where you're singing and, and there's some, you know, dancing. And there's just there's this energy you feel within you. So, I mean, anybody out there listening that uh, that's, you know, been in church and has felt that this is that peak state feeling like that. Oh, my goodness. Like, my body is charged. I feel this energy, this, this, this purpose, this, 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 this need. To, to do more and stay more focused. Just, it's an incredible thing that comes just by doing, you know, either going to church or by actually exercising, moving around, staying in peak state. And I say this because, you know, last week, a lot of people could look at last week of my life as being pretty shitty. Our website, the Yes Express website, went down. There was an issue with the hosting, and we lost thousands of dollars in a website. Just fucking gone, gone. Like one day to the next, gone. And there's nothing I can do about it. I could blame the people in, you know, that are running the thing. I can do all that. There was no backup, none of that stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to choose to wire a different meaning to this. This gives us a new opportunity to make it even better than it was before, right? Or I could sit there and bitch at everybody and get mad. That's fine. So thousands of dollars there. The next day I get a phone call from my realtor. I'm selling a building and I find out that the appraisal come in way low. It's the better appraisal than we've the best appraisal we've got so far. I'm gonna lose about $40,000. Right. Forty thousand dollars out the door on a dumb decision I made a year ago, buying a building that uh, I thought was going to be a great deal. That's what it is, dude. Right. So I actually got in a funk and I'm sitting here thinking, man, the website was enough. That was that I can just kind of brush off. Not a big deal. But this building, man, it hit me hard. And I my state snapped. Like I, I was not in peak state anymore. I already done my morning rituals. I drank my my lemon water. I went out and ran. I I cold shower. I primed. I danced. I did all those things, right? This thing zapped me like I got hit with a taser. I was like, holy crap. And I just felt like this heaviness of the world on me. And I'm thinking, dude, this is not something you normally feel anymore. Like, why is this happening? And I couldn't shake it, dude. I usually I can shake it quickly. I was struggling. So I actually took a walk with my wife, got out, changed my state, right? Started walk my wife and just explained and talked to her about what was going on. I was actually in tears when we were walking because I felt like a fucking failure. This isn't, you know, this isn't just chump change, you know, and I'm doing this in in regards for, you know, for our future as, as a, you know, as a family and everything. And I feel like I failed and I was choked up walking along with her. And she's like, you know what? It's not that big a deal. You've, you've made a lot of decisions this year, especially in the real estate side and 99.9% are great decisions. This one just wasn't that great. It just didn't work out. And that's, you know it's going to happen. But man, it was dragging me down. And after that walk, I got back in and changed my state. And I started thinking, I'm like, you know what? You're right. It's exactly what it was. I needed to get outside. I needed to move. I needed to change my environment. And as soon as I did move, I could feel the pressure dissipate. Now, I'm still going to lose the money. That's just what it is. But it's not, it's not living with inside of me like some kind of like a hundred pound gorilla in my soul. Like I've, I've, now I'm the fault for all of this. It's still happening. It's still going to happen. I still know it's going to happen today, right? But the point is that I don't feel that negativity. Now, I'm fully jacked, fully positive, fully back in peak state and just know it's something we got to manage. Just what it is, but it's, it's not my identity. I'm not a failure because of this, you know, and I had to get through that. And even if I've been doing it for years now at peak state, it still hits you. So the cool part about this is you can bounce back. And I was even talking to people about this. I'm, I, I don't hold my stuff hidden. Like That's why I'm sharing a lot of podcasts. Most guys wouldn't talk about this stuff because they'd think others would think, oh, they're dumb or whatever. I don't want really to give a, give a shit what you think, to be quite honest with you. It's more about you know, teaching you that no matter what, we're not sitting here saying we're, we're the best and you got to be like us. It's, we found this tool, this energy tool, this state management tool that works so well, even in the shitty situations. And we have them as well we manage things. We just don't bitch about them because we hit them. They hit us. If they hang around for 90 seconds or more or whatever, we manage it a different way, but we're still going to go back to peak state. That's our standard to stay in that energy level and to stay in that focus. And you know, it's, that's a choice that we make every day. And it's a choice that does cost time to, to work on. And I'm just telling anybody out there that when you're struggling with stuff, man, it's, you have a choice to enter that, in an empowering state or a disempowering state and assign the right meaning to it and putting that motion into it by moving pushes your energy levels high. And when that shit hits you, it bounces off you so much faster. And you
1: don't internalize it. um, it, It's, it's based on the energy that you give it is, is what I've learned is, is what energy did you give it? You know, like, um, I don't want to minimize 40, 40 K. Okay. But if you gave it, a high energy, that means you're saying 40 k is a lot. Okay. If you let it bounce and I know it's hard because you got to let it flow through you. So it has to hit you. And then if you can open up and let it flow, flow through you, what happens is 40 K doesn't mean shit. You mean it's fucking 40 K. You mean, and you just move on. It's the energy you give it. I learned this lesson. I heard it. Tony Robbins. I actually heard it. Joe Dispenza. And I heard it. You know what I mean? Like you don't really learn it. You it's it's not internalized. You hear it, like I hear it. It's the energy you give it, and it's sort of the thing that's kept me calm throughout my last few years of basically anything because it's based on whatever value. Because whatever energy you give it, that's the value you're holding to yourself. So you mean something happens to your car, you fucking "Ah, spazz, my car, but really it's just a car. Fix it, get a new one and keep moving. You mean, it's the energy you give it. I was at court. I was in court and very nasty battle. Like it just got emotional. My wife is in there. Like I got to hold her down. She's ready to beat the guy's ass. The guy, I mean, just the guy's just being a crook and he's trying to get away with it. And I'm ready to kill him. And the judge—it's so bad that the judge. This happened about two years ago. The judge it looks at both of us and kicks us both out of the courtroom. Kicks him and his attorney. Kicks my wife and I. Like you guys got to get the fuck out of here. And you guys got to talk about it. Don't come in my courtroom with this. And then when you fix it, you come back and we'll talk about it. And as I was walking out. He looked over, he said, Mr. Mrs. Drawn. And I look back, I'm like, damn, we're in trouble. I'm thinking I'm in contempt," Like, cause I'm talking, you know, you know how black people do. We talking shit up on our voice, motherfucker. You know what I mean? We're talking shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) So (laughs) you know how we do. So he stops and looks over and he said, guys, it's only money. Is what he said. And I I just haven't forgot that. I don't know why that stuck so hard in me, but that was a very powerful moment just in my life. Because what I was doing was the money that we were battling about, I was giving it energy. So I think it was like a six or eight thousand dollar issue. And I was mad about it and I was giving it issue. I mean, that's that's pennies. And I need to treat it as that. You know what I mean? If this guy thinks he's going to get me for six grand, okay, he got me for six grand, I pay him. And whatever the fuck happens to him after I get it, you get it. And I'll make that shit back in three seconds. But if I give, if I keep giving that $6,000 all that energy and keep giving it energy and energy, it's just going to keep sucking and sucking and sucking away from me. And it's going to ruin my ability to make a million on the other side. So then, you know, not only did I take that, it's only money. I look at the rest of the life like that. Like, what energy am I giving this, giving that? Or what energy am I giving to this? What energy am I giving to him? You might get the initial suck, the drain when it hits you. Like, ooh, ooh, that hurt. You know what I mean? But what I'm slowly doing is like, okay, Wayne, how much energy are you giving it? Back off. Don't let it take energy from you because it's taken from you. Don't let it take from you and you're giving it too much. Let that shit go, move on and keep rocking. And and that's what I'm learning. And I'm becoming highly fucking successful by what that judge said. It's only money.
0: Dude, I love it. I love it. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. When I wired to that 40,000 thinking about it is you're a failure. You made a mistake. And that was, it wasn't the money that was bothering me so much. It was the fact that the money represented my failure. Mm -hmm. I had to come to my wife and tell her about what was going on because I'm not going to keep it from her. Like we, we talk about everything. So it's and I had to stand there as a, a very emotional man at the time saying, look what I did. Right. And that's that's what killed me more was the fact that I felt like a failure. And that's not something I feel very often. So it was kind of new. And I'm like, all right, well, this is what you learn. Some people go to school and spend six figures to get an education that they can never actually use. They end up flipping burgers somewhere. Right. That happens. Uh, I don't have that problem, right? I'm going to learn in the streets In the streets, you're going to get broken bones and, you know, bruised as well. Black eyes, all of that stuff. And that's just what this is. Right. And I learned something when we first got married, we went to Maui on our honeymoon. We saved up and did that. And we really enjoyed ourselves. But when we were there, uh, my wife's like, you know, Look at this in one of these catalogs, whatever things to do there, different adventures. I said, you know, you can actually get like two hundred dollars off if you go listen to this timeshare guy talk. And I'm like, look, it's a bunch of they're fucking con men. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way we're gonna do it. Just, just let's listen. It's all we gotta do is listen, and then we can get this two hundred dollars off. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'll go listen. We're on our honeymoon. Why don't we go waste some time? You know what I mean? So we went and we listened. I was like, all right, let's listen to what this guy's got. Dude was a rock star salesperson. Holy shit, he just was smooth as glass. And he brought us through a process and we're like, wow, this is amazing. We could get this timeshare and every two years come back to Maui. This could be great. And we're like newlyweds thinking this is going to be a fantastic option. I love this going to be so good. And if we don't go to Maui, you can transfer your points to this big, thick catalog of different places around the world. Well, we'd love to travel. So this will be great. We'll have destinations we can go and we can do that every year because Maui is a place where you get a lot of points because it's expensive, right? All of this, blah, blah, blah. We justified it a thousand different ways. And both of us, I think are pretty smart with money at the time, obviously not by the end of the story here, but you know, I thought we're like, Hey, no big deal. Like this makes this is a good investment. This is going to be great. So we we talked to the guy's Robin was his name. I'll never forget him. Smooth as hell, lived on the island. He just was He's a fucking baller, right? And we have a conversation. Everything was perfect. Sounds good. Sign here, guys. We'll get you set up. It's only $700 a year for maintenance on this. It'll be no big deal. Uh, and that'll make sense. And we're doing the math. Like, this makes perfect sense. Great. We both were enamored. We said, let's do it. Sign the bottom line. And we got our $200 credit that we wanted for our trip and signed a $35,000 deal right then and there and uh we walked away happy as hell thinking this is going to be amazing love this until we found that seven seven hundred dollars a year maintenance fee on this this apartment that we had an apartment but it was a high rise and we got you know option in there um it turned into fourteen hundred dollars a year all right well it's not too bad well and six months later it went to almost two thousand dollars a year. And this thing just kept climbing. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. Okay. So now that I not just invest 30 some thousand dollars into this thing, now I have a liability against that supposed asset that we were buying, which was not an asset at all. Anyway, then we said, all right, well, let's go use this. We put this money and this is a long term, it's a lifelong investment. So if you take 30,000 over a lifespan of hopefully another 50 plus years, 60 years, this just makes perfect sense, Right. Yeah. So we opened the book up and started looking for places to go and they didn't have any blackout dates, but they also didn't have any rooms either. (laughs) Right. We went all over the place looking for different spots and they were never in places we actually wanted to go, which was another big flaw. Right. It's like, oh, this is wonderful. Now we have this. Wonderful, expensive thing we can't use. So we did find my parents were looking to go away for their uh, one of their anniversaries. And we said, why don't you use our timeshare? At least somebody can use this. So we found a place in New Hampshire that they could go. It was like a B&B and they went and had a great time there and came back and we're like, all right, great. When are we going to use this thing? Again, we couldn't find spots that made sense. Then the company sent me a letter and said, you know what, guys, we see that you're not using this a whole lot. If you'd like, we'll buy it back from you. I'm like, sweet. How much are you going to pay? I bet $35,000 on it. Five grand. they will buy it back from us for $5,000. So at this point, I am just fed up with the stupid decision that was made by both of us. We're both shaking our heads like we thought we were smarter than this. But sometimes you just do things, right? And we, uh, we ended up, I talked to my, my uh, mentor at the time and he happened to be my accountant too. I'm like, Neil, like, what would you do in this situation? He's like, dude, it's one lesson that I've, I've lived my life by. He's an old guy, so he knew a lot of good stuff. He's like, Josh, one thing I learned when I was young is never throw good money after bad. I wanna say that again, never throw good money after bad. If you know this is just not working, take the hit now walk away, sell it back to them and learn. Don't keep chasing it because you're so afraid that others will know you made a mistake. And that's why I'm sharing this on a podcast where the world can hear it. Cause I'm not afraid of that. I'm not afraid to say that I made a mistake. I make mistakes that happens. We're all human, but what, what, what do we wire to that mistake? Right? I wired, I learned a good lesson. I learned a good lesson. And now when I make bigger decisions on things, I listen to others first. I'll go and say, okay, it feels good in my gut. Let me bounce this off of somebody that's not invested in this project at all when it comes to real estate or whatever. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And over time you start getting the same responses and you build your own muscle for that. Right. And throughout the time, I found that managing my energy levels and my state and all that stuff really helps with the clarity and focus, knowing who to go to, what to say, all that kind of stuff. All You just have to be at that higher level because if not, and you come to them with problems all the time. Hey, how would you fix this? They're going to be like, dude, every time you call me, it's a problem. I don't have time for that because they're probably high level energy people. Right. And, th- and every time you do that, you're sucking energy out of them. It, it's no different than putting a battery into an electronic device and, or a flashlight and turning it on. Right. That energy is being used. You have to constantly keep energizing your battery by moving. And if you're then at the a higher energy and someone else wants something you have and you want to have a conversation, they they do take energy from you. The lower their energy level, the more they take. The higher their energy level, the more they don't take. So when Duane and I talk, I feel like there's no problem in the conversation because we're both at high energy levels. And it's a conversation we just bat back and forth. We could do it all day long. But when you're talking to somebody who is in a negative state, who is constantly, woe is me, I'm worried about this, frustration, I don't know, I'm not going to make a move, or I want to do everything, but I can't get my ass to do it. And they're constantly asking you for advice. We call them ask holes, right? They're always asking for advice, and all the advice that you give them goes into a hole. So they keep asking for advice, but they never act on it. That just keep, that draws a tremendous amount of energy out. And at a certain point, Dwayne, you can speak to yourself on this one, but I eventually say it's not worth the investment of that energy for something that doesn't go anywhere. And eventually that's why I'm like, all right, I want to help, but get your shit straight first when it comes to your energy before I can even do that. Cause you're, you're taking more from me than I'm giving to you. And that's not a great trade by any means. Yeah.
1: One of the biggest issues that I'm actually having right now, it's actually a big issue that I'm having right now is, um, uh, some of my buddies that I grew up with. I mean, these are my fails. I mean, these are my motherfucking dogs, you know, like, um, I grew up with, and I noticed that you mean the energy change, the level, the success, the life that I'm living, it's, it's sort of moved on and it's pushed away. It's pushing away. So when I try to hang out with them, I, I sort of have a rough time because the conversation, the energy level and everything is sort of down. And, and when you look at the lifestyles and everything that they're living, the things that you're doing, you mean the women and stuff like that. It's, it's sort of the reason why it's there. But I miss them. You mean, because I grew up with them, like we kicked it. I mean, we, we got stories, we got a history. And so I try to hang out with them. Like, fuck, like I can only do this for so long. And I feel, sometimes I feel bad, but it's because I'm like, man, I'm brushing them off. But at the same time, this is my dog. I really love this dude. Like, you mean, we're hugging, we're dapping, but I'm, I'm hearing the stuff they're saying. I'm hearing the issues they're getting into. And I'm like, damn, that's an issue. Like you could knock that shit off in a second and keep it moving. And then I have this sort of arrogancy feeling like, damn, I feel arrogant around these dudes. You know what I mean? Like, because of that, but it's like what you're saying, it's this energy trade that all you're doing is changing your energy, your state of being. And that's, that's really what it is. Like when people look and they say, congratulations, uh, I'll post something on Facebook. It's not even really a congratulatory thing. It's just they're seeing my energy at a higher level and they're seeing me pursue the dreams that I've wanted to pursue and the things that I want to pursue. And they're yet they're saying congratulations. And sometimes I want to say, guys, dude, that's not a congratulatory thing. I'm just doing the shit that I've always want to do because I changed my state of being. You mean, I'm still dealing with the same shit. I'm still dealing with the same type of environment. I mean, last time I checked, I woke up and still black. I'm still dealing with, you mean, all kind of racial shit every once in a while. Like I can actually if I took a checkbox, I can actually check it almost maybe once or twice a day of the shit I got to hear and say, but I choose to stay on a higher vibration. Like, fuck them. They just lost. You mean like they didn't get to control me. They just lost. Now this intelligent guy that they had, and they could have got some information from Fuck them. I'm moving on and I'll give it to somebody else. Like even groups of people I used to hang around with that. I was sort of intimidated at times. Now I talk to them like, damn, you guys aren't even on this level. And I push on a move off. Like you fucked up. You know you understand what I'm saying? So, yeah, no. so I get what you're saying. When you you gotta, it's it's the people, it's the vibe, sucking at negativity. It's all that that you got to be somewhere great. Like I watch, uh, even based on like say our listeners, contractors. You can't be hanging around the contractors all day long when you come along, and the ones who are smoking, getting high all day, drinking all day, not doing shit, not advancing themselves. If that's who you're going to become. You I mean, one of the things I used to tell my employees, I used to hire all brothers at a time when I hired all brothers to come in there and nobody worked as hard as the brothers did. Nobody had the quality as the brothers did. I'm being real. Even the Mexicans, the, the black guys had more quality, more everything. Problem one is, is every time the moment they got home or the environment they were, they came from to come to work would fuck them up. And I used to always tell them your work ethic is dope, but your personal life, you got to get that shit together. Like you got to get around some people who got some more positivity. It's not just work. It's going to suck you dry. And every single one of them, it was always their personal life that ruined them.
0: Yeah. I'm not totally dude. I can totally see that. And, you know, we try to build teams and everybody that's, that's on board with us. Um, you know, that the theater, because This type of energy that we get to, we get the the privilege of having each and every day because we work for it. It's, it doesn't come without a burden when it comes down to, like you mentioned about old friends and things like that. And that's some of the biggest fears that people have. Like, if I don't have those old friends that I grew up with, I'm not kicking it with them. Like, seriously, like, what is it? Who am I? Who do I hang out with? Like, I gotta find a whole nother friend group that they don't know who I am. They didn't go to school with me. We don't have the stories, all these kinds of things, right? And I've done that over the last time mean, I've been out of school over, well, a lot longer than 20 years now, but almost 25 years out of school. I've never been to a, a reunion. I have no interest in going back. You know, again, I was the the band geek in school. And uh, at least that's how I saw myself back then. And not really cool. fly on the wall kind of person. And then I don't really have any interest in going back. They were all great people. I didn't really have any issues. I didn't have any bullies or anything to deal with. But at the end of the day, I just don't have any interest in what they're doing right at all. Cause I didn't then I don't now, but there are some people that I was very close to in school, a tight group of friends and You know, I've over the years said, hey, let's go out to dinner. Let's do stuff like let's. But I find that and this is not to be arrogant in any way, shape or form, but they are kind of when I do go out with them, they feel like I'm back in high school again. Right. Do you ever get that, Dwayne, where you feel like feeling like, holy shit, like I like 25 years didn't happen. It's like you've lived the last year or sorry, you've lived one year, 25 times. And it's like now I've gone 25 years and grown and you've had 25 years of the same. And I feel like it's almost like a time capsule. You know, and it's like the same things you were bitching about in high school or right after high school, you're still bitching about and the the same problems you had back then you still have and you've you want to woe is me the whole time and all this kind of like, dude, I'm not here for that. You know what I mean? And now when I start talking, I feel like I don't, can't even speak in that level anymore because I've already evicted that shit out of my head because of this. You can't be energized and moving and, and have peak state. That other energy becomes so obvious that you're like, man, it just you can feel it inside. You're like, all right, cool. I love you, brother. But see dude. I don't know that we're going to get together quite that often yeah. anymore. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I really want them to to feel what I feel. And it's not that I'm better than that. It's not the point at all. It's, I know anybody who could enjoy this peak state constantly like we do would absolutely love it, but they never get a taste of it because they never think they can or that they don't deserve it or they just never stumble upon it. And that's really part of our mission, guys, is for for you to do it. If you come to a boot camp, you're going to get it hands on, right? We're going to show you how to get jacked up, how to get the energy going and how you can pull it out of yourself at any time you want. And here's a little secret we learned at the UPW. You know, like Dwayne said earlier, you can't be miserable and worry and smile at the same time. They, they cancel each other out. It doesn't work. So what they teach us there is there's one part of your body you can move that will always make you feel happier, always. And it's probably not what you're thinking. It's not your arms, it's not your legs, it's your ass, right, that's what it is. So if you could put on your favorite song and just shake your ass for 30 seconds, right, as Dwayne said, you can do anything for 15 seconds, so go to 30 seconds, right? You can go to 30 seconds, a minute, and just shake your ass, put a fake smile on and shake your ass, you will feel something. I guarantee you that. So, guys, I hope you learned a lot today. I know that Dwayne and I can talk about energy and state management forever. It's something we've only discovered in the last, I, probably four or five years for me, and Dwayne's about probably what two ish, two and a half. That you've really started to tap into this, and my goodness, all we want to do is help others get here. Because man, there's not a damn thing we can sell that'll actually get you here. Something you can do on your own. It's free, except for your time. It's free. And it's something that everyone can tap into. And man, when you do tap into this, holy shit, it's a game changer, not just for your business. That's going to be a given, but it difference to your family and how you show up and how you see yourself in the mirror, all these things. It's huge. So if you guys got value in this, uh, you know, in this podcast and you want to share it with somebody who, you know, is struggling, please do reach out to them and share. And if you have them and, you know, don't know what to say to them, have them reach out to us. I'd love to have a conversation. I know Dwayne would too, just to maybe help them get to that next step. We're here to help we want to impact and empower two million in our industry and industries around it in the next five years and we're going to do everything in our power to do that but we can't do it alone we need your help so again click this uh, share button send it out to anybody you can think of share it on social media get it out there so more people can realize that this this existence lives out there. All you have to do is just take a, like you're putting your headphone jack in the side of your computer. You just got to plug into it. Once you understand the basic fundamentals like we talked about today, it is available for every human on the planet, no matter how much money you make. So guys, for this week, we're out.